Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Acts chapter 8. And Saul approved of their killing Stephen. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged them off, both men and women, and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For with shrieks, impure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers there that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry, because your heart isn't right. Repent of this wickedness, and pray to the Lord in the hope that He may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you're full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. After they had further proclaimed the word of the Lord and testified about Jesus, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Judea into Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace, who is the queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The Spirit told Philip, Go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet out loud. Do you understand what you're reading? Philip asked. 
How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me? So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him in his chariot. This is the passage of Scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about? Is it himself or about someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus Christ. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave the orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch didn't see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all of the towns until he reached Caesarea. In Acts chapter 7, we read previously that Saul was present and holding the garments of those that stoned Stephen to death. And this chapter, chapter 8, begins with the words, Saul approved of their killing him. And so the, the clear link is made to this man Saul and the martyrdom of Stephen. Although he didn't stone Stephen himself, he was in agreement with the martyrdom of Stephen. And it goes on to say, on that day, a great persecution broke out against the whole church in Jerusalem. And so this stoning of Stephen, this martyrdom of Stephen, initiated the first wave, or major wave, of persecution against the church. It goes on to say that the apostles were continued on in Jerusalem, but all the other believers were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. And so the Lord was not persecuting his own church. The Lord did not stone Stephen The Lord did not cause persecution to rise up in the midst of Jerusalem, but the Lord used this because the church had to move out of Jerusalem. It no longer was safe to stay there and to receive the daily distribution of food and go house to house like it had been doing. Now they were forced out of Jerusalem because of the persecution. And verse 4 says, those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. So the Lord didn't cause this, but the Lord used it. When persecution came against the church and forced them out of Jerusalem into Judea and Samaria, they didn't just quit talking about Jesus. They preached the word wherever they went. And it's the same today. Persecution arises for the church of Jesus Christ around the world. And one way of ministering is closed because of opposition and persecution. But the Lord causes his people to continue to testify in various ways, and the creativity of the Holy Spirit is endless in terms of finding ways and places for people to minister Jesus, no matter what the government says, no matter what those around them say. But notice, continuing in this first part of this passage, Saul approved of killing Stephen, persecution broke out, and verse 3 says, Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. This Saul is to become the great apostle Paul. But here in this early appearance, he's firmly in opposition to the church of Jesus Christ. This chapter also contains the story of Simon the sorcerer, who got saved, 
And then he saw Peter and the others laying their hands on people and imparting the gift of the Holy Spirit. And Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands. He offered them money. And so this offering of money was greatly offensive to the Spirit of God. And Peter recognized that this was something that was horrible. And uh, so Peter rebuked him and said, May your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. Now, this man was Simon the sorcerer. This sin of offering money for the gift of God has become known as simony. And so down through the ages in church history, there have been stages of the church's history where the church became political, and someone with money would go to the leadership, the hierarchy of the church, and say, I want to be a a priest or I want a position in the church. And by virtue of the fact they gave money, they would receive the office or the position in the church of Jesus Christ. But this is a sin, and the sin became known as simony based on this first episode of someone wanting to buy a position in the Lord's church, if you will, by giving money. This is a great sin, and in our time, it manifests in different ways, but sometimes you'll see people that want to give money to so-called men of God or women of God in the belief that it would gain them favor with the Spirit of God. Well, friends, the Lord is not a respecter of people. He's not a respecter of money, and churches ought not to be respecters of money either. We're not supposed to despise people with money or treat them badly, but we're not supposed to treat people with money better than people that don't have financial means. And so the Lord Jesus gave various teachings on this in the Gospels. But the principle being, you don't buy the Lord's favor with your money, and you don't offer money for the things of God. If you give money into the church or into a ministry, you're not buying position You're not buying the right to speak. You're giving money to the Lord with no strings attached. Otherwise, you can be guilty of simony. In other words, you're trying to buy the favor of God by your gift. So give lavishly, but give with no strings attached. This chapter also records the story of Philip, who was one of the other deacons, being used as an evangelist and uh, performing great signs and wonders. And as I said previously, Deacons can be used, elders can be used, others can be used. You're not restricted or relegated to one role. And this Philip, the deacon, was able to move in the power of the Holy Spirit, just like the apostles were. So he evangelized a eunuch and uh, told him the good news about Jesus Christ. And then both Philip and the eunuch immediately went down to the water, and the eunuch was baptized. This tells us something, first, that deacons can baptize people as well as anybody else. It also tells us that you don't have to be a pastor to perform baptism. My personal belief is that any believer who leads someone to the Lord is qualified to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. If your church has traditions contrary to that, I have no argument with them. But from the scriptures, I believe that any believer in Jesus Christ can baptize another. You don't have to have a special position. And Philip demonstrated that here by baptizing the eunuch. And the eunuch didn't go through a class before he was baptized. He was immediately baptized when he believed. And then the Holy Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away. He was was actually moved by the Spirit of God, not encouraged to walk, but carried away supernaturally and continued to evangelize, preaching the gospel through all the towns until he reached Caesarea. So, Lord, we recognize the call of God on Philip the evangelist. 
We recognize the sin of Simon the sorcerer trying to buy favor from God by giving money to the people of God. We recognize that the church moved out under persecution and began to evangelize through Judea and Samaria. Lord, as we encounter opposition, may we move around the opposition and continue to preach Jesus wherever the opportunity presents itself. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.